Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Catherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh, my favorite Thanksgiving food is cranberry sauce and like the real, made with the real cranberries, not the jelly stuff in the can. Oh, interesting. You know what? Sometimes I can go for still the jelly in the can <laughs> if I'm really in the mood for some cranberry. But honestly, I, I think cranberries are really the only reason to have Thanksgiving. Everything yeah. else is just kind of like bland food. You know, it's like turkey and <laughs> all that. I start buying them as soon as they're in the store and just make batches of cranberry sauce just to like mix into yogurt. Well, just, <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, I just will add cranberries to everything, like breads and things like that. But we are already on a tangent. But anyway, yes. so what we are talking about is planning for the holidays and things like that. Not so eating. Not, well, there's that too. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but other sort of planning um, for the holidays and essentially for the end of the year, because as end of year approaches, there are a lot of things that you need to get done as a freelancer or as a person that um, uh, works for themselves, and there's a lot to get in order. So we're going to go over some of those things that will basically, if you get these things done, your holidays will be so much better. Yes, so much smoother. <laughs> yes, for sure. So the first thing is to put together your holiday plans, which, mm -hmm. you know, may also include cranberry sauce. But we're mostly right now talking about work plans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, obviously everyone knows a lot of the traditional, at least in the United States, the traditional fall holidays all fall right at the end of mm -hmm. the year. And people want to take time off and there's a lot of things to do. And so you need to have a plan for that. And that that is whether you work full time somewhere, you're contracting, you're freelancing, whatever, you still have to have a plan, like how much time you're taking off, mm -hmm. which days, which weeks. Do you have enough money to have that covered? Exactly. Do you, <laughs> do you have, have enough days off? Yeah. Do you have enough time? Do you have enough, you know, funds to cover the, you know, if you're, especially if you're working independently, you know, the time that you won't be working. Maybe ask, you know, your company what days you do get off, you know, if you'd already, already know. Yeah. And, and also, um, how will the work get done? Mm -hmm. Like, are, do you plan <laughs> to still be available or do you, are you completely out, mm -hmm. which is totally fine, but yep. like, what's your coverage plan? Maybe you work on a team, you're like, I'll be out, but this person is going to cover all my work. Or maybe you're an independent freelancer and you're like, I won't be available, but here is a trusted designer that if you have a crisis during these two weeks, I trust them to take care of it for you. Yep. You know, like what, what is that plan for getting work done because stuff doesn't necessarily stop just because it's the holiday week. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, open up that calendar, start doing some rough sketches. Yes. <laughs> and we're big. Uh, how this is all going to lay out. We're big proponents of taking time off. We've Absolutely. talked about like, you should take vacation. This isn't at all like, don't take time off. <laughs> yeah. And it works better if you have some sort of plan. There's no surprises. That way you're like, oh, guess what? We're closed next week and you did not have plans to you know, not work or the other mm -hmm. way around, they didn't expect you not to come in. So yes, be super clear with that. Yes, for sure. And, and you can spend some of that downtime doing some other things right. to get ready for the beginning of the year. Right. One is uh, prepare your paperwork. Mm. <laughs> Never too soon to start thinking about taxes. <laughs> exactly. Um, and this is again, to benefit you to make your life a lot less stressful. Um, I, worked as a freelancer and I'm, I know you've done work, you know, that is not necessarily, you know, 
um, somebody's not doing the paperwork for you. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. all the employment stuff. And, you know, we deal with this every day, you know, here at Portfolio Creative. So it is best to get a lot of this stuff, you know, kind of organized when you're going to attack some of this. But, um, like, getting all that stuff ready for taxes is mm-hmm. is the big thing. It can just help not be a mad scramble in, mm-hmm. you know, March and April. And and even if you are a, an employee, like a W-2 employee of a company, there's a few things you should do. Like, you know, yes, your employer is probably going to take care of most of it and send you your W-2. But make sure um, they have your current address, which mm-hmm. sounds like totally obvious. But every year we get a couple back. Because somebody moved and mm-hmm. they didn't, somewhere in the time over that year when maybe they weren't working with us anymore, they forgot to tell us they moved. Right. And so now they're not getting their W-2 <laughs> because right. we don't right. have their address. That's important too, like somebody you're not working for anymore, you know, yes. because. If you change jobs. Yeah. They that's a big thing a lot of people have this year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, make sure they have your current address and anything else you know that they they may need and then the employer's just going to send you the stuff whenever the deadlines are Mm -hmm. like just trust them they'll send it to you when they're supposed to but it's a lot more and different Mm -hmm. if you run your own business or just even if you just do some freelance work as a side hustle Mm -hmm. either way Mm -hmm. you may work for an employer that's doing all that but you may do some of your own independent work too right that's where you know like you said you need to start gathering all of your um expenses and make sure everybody that you've worked with has your W-9 form so they can send you a 1099 and, you know, just start collecting all of that. And also knowing, like, having kind of a preview of what you might owe. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we sort of joke it's never too soon to start thinking about taxes, but it's good to know in December what you might know in April, not in, right. you know, April 13th or something. Because you might not have been a good saver. For yeah. one, or you Just might so not you realize how coming. how much you had to have for taxes. <laughs> I've known a number of people who kind of get burned by that. It's like I didn't realize I had to, you know, save like twenty mm-hmm. to thirty percent of my income basically for taxes. Yes, um, and I think that that could be a big chunk. <laughs> that especially happens either someone who, you know, like during the course of this year, maybe started freelancing mm-hmm. or working independently, or start doing a lot of freelance work like maybe they still work for an employer but they mm-hmm, start taking on a lot mm-hmm. of freelance work and they didn't realize you know how much additional they're going to owe on that right the other thing is if you're going to owe you might need to pay in something before the end of the year yeah. to avoid a penalty yep. so it's good to consult with you know whoever your, your tax advisor is just make sure is there anything that we need to pay in to be you know they call it penalty proof like mm-hmm. there's a minimum you might need to get in before December 31st just so you're not penalized when you pay your taxes in April. Right. And if this starts getting, you know, kind of confusing because for many people it, it is not their strength. So do not feel like, oh my God, I cannot understand this. Yeah, a lot of people can't understand this. So um, if you need to, you know, just get, a, you know, a couple hours with an accountant or, you know, some other tax firm to kind of sort out, you know, what can be deducted, what you should be saving, what cannot be deducted. Um, because sometimes your mileage can, your gas can, you know, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff like that can, but then there's other things that cannot. So yeah. um, just to have someone help you say, do you have the receipts for this? Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes it might be too late unless you have some other way to kind of figure it out because sometimes you can do mileage by, you know, what you actually, the mileage is on your car. But anyway, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on that, but um, clearly I've done this before. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, um, yeah, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. And 
taxes change, so you know, get the latest information from an accountant or somebody who is doing this on a daily basis. That is, is their specialty. Yes, that's so. the thing. They're professionals. They cannot design a logo, though. So, right. like I said, we all have our strengths. <laughs> there are professionals <laughs> there to help you, and and it it might be just a few hours that could save you mm-hmm. a lot of money. Exactly. It's, it's generally always worth it. Yes, and I th- are they deductible? Like, what do you? It's probably a business. I expense. think it is. I think yeah. it is. You can deduct that too. So yeah. Um. Next. Next, update your resume and portfolio. Mm-hmm. A very, what a time. A very wise person <laughs> that I still know and adore always told me, always have a current resume and portfolio. You never know who will contact you with your dream opportunity. Yes. And I always remember that, and I pass along that advice all the time. And I mm-hmm. think that your end is a great time to think about updating that. You can reflect back on what work did you do? You know, did you change jobs, or did you just take on new responsibilities or Mm -hmm. get a promotion or do a big project, all things that you'd want to add to your resume. Like just what happened, like reflecting what happened this year year (laughs) and what do I want to, you know, add to my resume. And then same with your portfolio. What work did I do this year that I want to add into my portfolio? Mm -hmm. Why I think this is great too, that um, sometimes, you know, time goes by and you haven't done it for a while and then it becomes a massive task. Yeah. of really going back and thinking about, okay, what did I do five years ago or something like that? And you start updating it there. But if you do a little at a time, it's you know definitely much more front of mind. You can get into a little more of the details. You can maybe be a little more discriminating. You know, and kind of, you know, you can always keep the old one just to kind of refer back to if you, you know, so don't feel like you, if I delete this, it's gone forever. You know, do yeah, a, just make a new copy. Uh, another final version. Yeah. <laughs> the final, final, <laughs> final. Um or date them, whatever, yeah, whatever you do. Yeah, version Exactly, or you know. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I've been telling people a lot, too, especially the ones that have a lot of experience, is to maybe have more than one resume and more than one portfolio because if you have a lot of varied experience um, and you, let's just say you have, like, I don't know, 20 years experience and people are looking for one thing or one, your latest thing, you can really, you know, truncate a lot of your old experience that they may not want to see um, but if you're applying for a different type of a job, you truncate this and then you make mm-hmm. this bigger, you know, so you might have very varied versions of your resume and your portfolio to kind of, you want to kind of show, share all your experience, but to save time, because sometimes people look at this and say, oh no, this person has too yeah. much experience or they're, they're, they're too all over the place. Like, and I want like them to waiting it towards different kinds yes. of jobs. Like maybe yes. you do design and UX, and you also are a good project manager. Maybe you have three versions mm-hmm. weighting it towards each of those things, and you're showing all three, Yep. but each one gets featured more. Yeah, and yeah. the first part of your, your career, maybe you did a lot of print work and right now, but you've been doing more digital and you want to stick with digital. Play up that more, but you don't want to not get credit for the other experience, too. Yeah. You know, so um, because literally they don't people do not look at the entire resume you know put that stuff up top and Mm -hmm. you know um talk about what you want to do up top um so they they will dig in more to see about you because i have gotten resumes from people and they are just so long and you're like well what is it that you really want to do i you know, are you, are you applying for this job? Because yeah. you may have more experience than me. I'm trying to know? figure out what you're <laughs> interested in. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so it might be a great time to kind of, you know, weed out some of that stuff, you know, rearrange some things, maybe make more than one portfolio, one resume. So you're good to go. If not for next year, maybe the year after that or the year after that. So yeah. And I think this is one of those um, tasks that people think, oh, yeah, I should do that. Or maybe they think, ugh. 
that doesn't sound fun. But <laughs> I, I encourage you to really think about like what a lovely way to have closure on the year. Mm-hmm. To sit sit and reflect back on mm-hmm. the year, the work you did and the projects you're proud of and picking out your three favorite things you did this year to add into your portfolio. Like it doesn't have to be a chore. It can be like oh, a really, yeah. really lovely, you know, celebration of the year for yourself. Absolutely. It's, what you've it all accomplished. It can be fun. Yeah. And, and I think you can make it, if you allow it to be fun, it really can be a fun thing mm-hmm. and, and a really, um, just just like an, a nice little closing the door on, on that year. Yeah. The one thing I'm going to share too, which is, you know, a little more of, you know, my personal experience is that I recently was asked to do a bio. And I mean, in some cases you might have to do a bio versus a, uh, resume or something, depending on your circumstances, but um, which, or it could be like, kind of like a sales sheet if you want to sell yourself as a company versus a person getting a full time job. But regardless, um, it was just kind of fun to not only go through my accomplishments, but to kind of phrase it in a way that would give it the most impact, you know. And it was kind of cool to say, "Oh my gosh, I did do a lot of really cool things," and or I would look at some things. I'm not gonna, giving myself enough credit for this, so. If anything, you know, you're like, well, I didn't do anything different. Maybe you just need to kind of pump it up and, you know, pat yourself on the back for some of the things that you did. Pick some words that are a little more powerful um, just to kind of jazz it up. I mean, you're if you're in marketing, this is – and marketing yourself is the hardest. I say it all the time. But, you know, take a third-person stance on it and just say, you know, I'm going to talk about me and what I really did. And I, I'm actually kind of a cool person. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you're right. And I think I think lots of people, but we especially see with creative people, have a hard time bragging about themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do this with a friend. Yeah. You know, you you help them brag about themselves and they help you. Yeah. And, they, and they say, yeah, these are your 10 favorite projects, but these three are the best. Right. These three should be in your right. portfolio. And you can do that for them too. Like sometimes yes. it's easier to do it for someone else. So this mm-hmm. might be a fun thing to do with a friend. Yeah, yeah. Get some get some drinks and yeah. <laughs> sit at a coffee table and do this. Yeah, it'll be yeah. really fun. I think it's it's a it's a really great thing to do. And I know I know people are out there saying, but I'm not looking for a job. It's like, yeah, you know what? But sometimes that job you finds surprised. you. Yeah. Somebody and you wouldn't said, be ready. Listen, you know what? I've been looking at you for a while and I think I would like to extend you an offer. Like, oh crap, I got I haven't even looked at my resume. You know, in, in years. Ten years, yeah. <laughs> like you don't know what's what mm-hmm. could come your way. You always want to be prepared. And even if even if you don't use it for anything, it's still a really great way to reflect on the year. So either yes. way, it's not time wasted. Yep. Yep. And then lastly, um, <laughs> we were all staring at each other. Oh, no, you go. You go. Um, think about what you want from the next year. You know, um, is it, you know, are you happy where you are? Is it time to find your dream job? Are you ready for your next step? Um, I think the end of the year, start of the new year is always a good time to reflect on those sort of things. Yeah. Are there certain, you know, skills you want to build on or something new you want to learn? Are there different kinds of projects you really want the opportunity to take on? And it could be within your current role. You you know, maybe it's a conversation with, you know, your supervisor, whoever you work with, like, hey, I, you know, I've been doing a little of project management and I really Mm -hmm. like it. I'd like to see how I can add more of that Mm -hmm. into my job next year or whatever it is. Um, Or it may be, you know, I need to take some classes right. or I need to find a new job that allows me to do this thing. Like it, it could be minimal to extreme, I guess. But um, just thinking about like, what do you want to get out of 2023? You know, right. what, what are you looking for in the next year? Yeah. And I don't know if every employer is like this, but I, I know we like to encourage our team to really think about what they're good at, what their strengths are, what interests them, because I truly believe, and maybe this is, you know, a tip to people that employ others is that if you have people engaged every day doing the things that they love 
that's what's going to help retain them there, you know, and they will, they will stick with you. Um, and I have always liked jobs, the best the ones that gave me a little bit of that freedom to kind of stretch my wings a little bit and, and try different things or see if I'm really good at this, I want to really focus on this. And then the, the employer was really receptive to that. But you can look at yourself internally because maybe the, your employer doesn't necessarily allow that. They did hire you for a reason. And, you know, mm-hmm. and if you're, they feel that you're really good at it, they're going to keep you in that regard. But um, this is the time of year to think about, like, is this where I want to be next year? You know, is, it, am I growing? Am I learning? Is there something else I wish to explore? You know, give your employer the opportunity to give you that opportunity to grow. But if not, you know, maybe you start doing a little more research into it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, I mean, we always see this. We, we get a big flood of resumes in January. Mm-hmm. Like, I think over the holidays is a traditional time that people start thinking about these right. things. They're like, oh, maybe I should look for a new job in the new year, which is all great. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But I think we're encouraging people to start thinking about it a little sooner. Like, spend the time over the holidays to reflect on some of that instead of, like, kind of crawling out of your holiday stupor and then saying, like, oh, I need to find a new job. <laughs> because that's what most people do. And yeah. you, you can... You can have a head start on everyone else, first of all, and you also can maybe take a little more time and space to figure out what you really do want. You're not just kind (laughs) of flailing out for anything because you realize how unhappy you are or whatever. You're not getting the opportunities you want and that sort of thing. And again, I'm going to say, you know, start with who you're working with right now. And um, I don't want... A lot of times there are opportunities within your current job. I don't want people to think like, oh, my God, I'm not doing what I want and I have to quit my job. You might not have to quit your job. This could just be a growth opportunity and your employer might be thrilled with getting additional help or especially if you're really good at it. Like, oh, my God, you're great at this. This is going to really help the company overall. I mean, there's just a lot of opportunities and and, um, good companies will allow for growth. Yeah, and I think you have to keep in mind, like, they don't know what they don't know also. If you have skills or interests that you aren't utilizing in your current role, but you could see where they'd come into play. I mean, if they're not relevant, that's Mm -hmm, one mm -hmm. thing. But if they're, like, say you're a graphic designer, but you also have gotten really into photography in the past couple Mm -hmm. years, and you could see a use for that in, you know, within your role or within Mm -hmm. your company needs somebody to do some, some of that work. Letting them know, right? Hey, I, I have this interest and I've been really building up my skill set and I'd love to be able to apply it to a couple projects. Right. They don't know if you don't tell them. Right. You know, right. they don't even know you have the skill, let alone that you're interested in, in using it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't assume like, oh, they don't they don't I know everything I can do. do. They'll <laughs> never let me do that. Like, do they even know you want to? Right. Or that you're good at it or something. And yeah. the beauty of, you know, being a creative person is that sometimes those things just turn into side hustles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You Yeah, you may just start to build some photography work on the weekends yeah. for yourself, we too, know which is totally fine. We know so many people that have, like, some sort of side hustle, you know, of that, you know, kind of exhibits a little more of their creative side. And I, I think it's great. I mean, I have, you know, one myself, and I know you do some creative things that have yeah. nothing to do with I recruiting. I think creative people really can't help themselves from exactly. always <laughs> trying new things. Yeah. And, and sometimes they turn into businesses. Sometimes yeah. they're just hobbies. Yeah. And either way, it's fine. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, we can look at it, I guess, that way, too. You know, is there um, thinking about what you would like to um, to get out of next year? Is like, you know, maybe it is spending more time doing some things like it's like I have a great job, but I really want to spend more time, you know, painting or photography or knitting or yeah. um, scrapbooking or something like that. You know, make the t- you know make that time and schedule it in, and you know, and then your job seems to be re- more rewarding because it's giving you more time to do other things that you love too. So yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Just thinking about what kind of 
creative work you want to do next year, whether it's paid or not. Mm-hmm. Like, are there just projects you've been wanting to do or a new skill you wanted to learn? Maybe right. just for yourself. It's it just doesn't for you. It doesn't have to all be about your job. Right. 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 So definitely pursue that. So yeah. Hopefully those tips are really helpful. Yeah. I mean. I, I find them all almost equally important. Um, I, I think it's very important to get that paperwork done. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's important to do things that you love and to really get a plan together because, you know, if you really want to enjoy the holidays, you know, get that plan. That's how you reduce the stress. Exactly. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.